The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Final episode of the year. Wow. We really fucking survived this shit. This is the last show of 2020 for That's So Retrograde. Wow. I'll say it. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. And guys, well, congratulations. You did it. <laughs> you made it. Elizabeth and I were talking about, you know, putting this last episode together since it's just her and I. And we only talk about putting the episodes together when it's just her and I. And, you know, before we talk about what our 2020 roses are, which is going to be the theme of this episode, because in a year where it's hard to find the roses, we've managed to find some really cool, great things. And so we want to shout those out. But also just like you guys, Rose and Honestly, you should be so fucking proud of yourselves for choosing to listen to something that's a that's us. Thank you should be proud of yourself for listening <laughs> to us. The fact that you chose to tune into something that's like you seeking out the best version of your own reality in a time when it's really challenging to parse through what reality is, what reality should be, how you're feeling. You know, it's a it's an everyday journey, so I just really hope that you're feeling like accomplished in the fact that you were seeking and resourcing from deep within yourself to continue to follow the call in your heart and not succumb to fear, loneliness, everything that 2020 could have been. So good one. Very well said. Good one. And also thanks for giving us a reason to get up in the morning. You know, I didn't really need one because I would have been happy to stay in bed all day, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, honestly, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to the show. It really means everything to us and we hope that you still love us. <laughs> and we hope that you love this little rosy roundup we've put together. We hope that you love Elizabeth's new bangs. Ugh. <laughs> Let me just say thorn. I fucking a told you. You were like, I think I'm going to do a shag a long moment. Bang. And I was like, okay, good luck with that journey. And you were like, no, it's going to be good. I was like, uh-huh. And like, I think it looks really good. But coming from someone who's emotionally cut shag one too many times, I can tell you, it's always fucking annoying. Yeah. In, a, in an episode full of roses, I'll start with the thorn <laughs> of a quarantine shag cut. <laughs> I don't recommend it. But like also there's something to be said for being pushed out of your comfort zone when it comes to aesthetics. Yeah. And uh, figuring it out and working with it. I mean, very 2020. It looks good, but like I know that it's a thorn in your side. It's just like hard for it all to like air dry. And who don't, who wants to be like styling their hair? Yeah. Have you gotten out of sweatpants in 2020? No. Why would you cut bangs? <laughs> it was silly. It was a silly move. Guys, something you don't know about Elizabeth is that she never listens to me when it comes to things like that. <laughs> like, I'll give her really good advice, like about like life stuff. And she'll be like, thank you. That was so great. But when I'm like, don't cut bangs or like buy this thing, she's like, I think not. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel like you supported it initially. I just said. Or were you just being like a supportive friend and deep down you were like bad move? No, kid. at first I said, are you sure you want to do that? And then you said yes. And then I was like, okay, I think it'll look good which I still stand behind on the emotional level. 
I'm one step ahead on that bang front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, my heart goes out to all of the fellow bang cutters <laughs> of 2020. Deepest condolences. It was a tough year. <laughs> Can you start? Do you want me to start? Yeah, because I feel like yours are, wow. I feel like you're in the light category and I'm in the like in my feelings category. So let's, okay. let's come out the gate with like a, my, I have ones later on that are more fun. There's so much really for, for this. So I'm just going to start something light, something bright. The end of last year, I talked about this at the beginning of this year. I went really hard and like had a crazy wild night out that lasted till like 4 a.m. Which one was it? And I sort of felt like, um, it was when we ended up at the gay warehouse gay party, 2000, where 2000 person strong warehouse party downtown. And I went with your brother. Wait, can we just tell the and story of that of, really quickly? Because we were all out. We had dinner. You we mean had, the super spreader event I attended? Yeah, probably where you got fucking COVID. Like we were all out. We were like having dinner. We're having drinks. It was like a great holiday time. It was so fun. We like yeah. went to a bar and then a restaurant and then another bar and then like people want us to keep partying and I was like still kind of down to go out because it wasn't like the it wasn't two it was like probably 1230 or something when you guys left yeah because I was still with Aaron and AJ and I was like okay I'll go like my brother's like it's really like you know it's gonna be a lot like there's gonna be like you know naked men on drugs and I'm like okay it's fun it, it'll be fun and my brother like pulls me aside and he's like you're not welcome to come with us because I didn't know that because you're gonna hate it and because I because yeah, you first you, you would have hated it. yeah 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 I get I you would have I get really it. stressed when people are on like or when people are having sex in front of you mm, the sex in front of me is not as much as what I hate as much as just like everyone like on poppers and cocaine <laughs> like I, yeah no, it was really stresses that. me out it was definitely like live group sex and I was definitely watching wow it was just like a wild it was a wild night so I had that experience and was kind of like me went too far. I did not partake in the live sex. Just to clarify, <laughs> I was like, uh, that was pretty intense. Like that was a wild night. I kind of felt fine the next morning and I kind of decided, you know what? I'm good on the wild 4 a.m. party nights. Mm -hmm. And then. Well, good thing you decided that before the year where it's <laughs> no longer right? an option. <laughs> right. on. <time. laughs> yeah documented in the first episode of 2020, you and I both got insanely sick end of December. The type of sick where you rethink your entire life. And so I was sort of decided I'm not going to drink. And then March came around and then I was like, I don't like, I don't think emotionally I can handle anything that's going to give me instigate any anxiety. So this is all a long story to say that I can probably count on both hands, how many times I've consumed alcohol this year, which is crazy to me only because I could count on two hands how many drinks I had in one week previously. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, I don't have like a label for it. It doesn't feel like this sober exploration. It just felt like I really wanted to focus on feeling great and not having headaches, which is something that I deal with. And obviously drinking does not help that. So I really cut down on most alcohol this entire year. And I kind of want to celebrate that because there's just something pretty satisfying in making that type of change in terms of something like I'd been drinking socially since I was pretty young. Like we started yeah. like freshman year of high school. So yeah. that we as in 
Well, I was me, myself, and I. I was there too. Yeah, right. You too. I want to just take a minute and just be like, wow, I something that I really never thought I could do. I did pretty effortlessly, and the byproduct of that was that I got really involved in the non-alcoholic beverage circuit. You've been on a journey of beverage consumption. <laughs> of beverage consumption. So um, obviously we've talked a lot about what we love to consume. The things that come to mind are like a matcha hustle. I'm right now drinking this highball sparkling energy water that I really like. I love wave soda, which is another caffeine beverage. Kin, which I am so into their kin spritz love to drink this while we record doing like kombucha with sparkling water and like concoctions with that. I've been putting like chlorophyll in my water, just like hydrating and having a lot of fun doing Mm -hmm. it. That's my rose. Mm -hmm. That is a rose of 2020. You know, I've been thinking a lot about the alcohol thing, especially since we started getting sponsored by kin and since like they, you know, their whole thing is like drink this as a as a alternative to alcohol and And like, what does that really mean? And I was really thinking about like, what is it that you're hoping to get from drinking alcohol? Like, what's the desired result of that activity? And it's really is like fun and sociability and relaxation. But it's so true. Like when I drink now, I don't feel any of those things that I that I seek or that I used to feel. I actually just feel like kind of tired and yeah, I get a headache. And then when I see other people drinking a lot, I'm just like, I really hate like boozy people. Like, like it's just takes up space in a way that it just makes me feel really uncomfortable. And so I don't know. I, I think there's really something to be said for a year where you're not forced to be put in those environments where like, it's just around, like, it's so weird about alcohol. It's like, it's just everywhere. It's like the most socially acceptable toxic substance and you just every time we go to an event we'd be like I guess we'll have a glass of wine we're just standing around like it just becomes this like normalized thing in your life and then you kind of don't even know why you're doing it and it's like this cycle that you can't really stop so yeah I feel that same way about 2020 of just like in the beginning I drank probably a box of wine a week after that panic mode kind of went away I was like wait a second I'm just like doubling down on the shit feeling of this shit year and like doing it to myself. What the fuck is the point of that? It's an anxiety inducer, but also there is just something to be said, like a, a broader strokes way of just switching up what was once so commonplace. Going to events and like so our social lives were so wrapped up in it. And then to just be like, you know what? Everything is different right now. Let's just try this thing differently as well. Yeah, no, I definitely feel a lot better from not drinking every day. Yeah, and that's not to say I don't enjoy a drink now and then. It's just been, for me personally, it's just been a massive shift. So yay for that. Yay for that. But I will say my shining wellness star of 2020 is weed. While we're on the subject. (laughs) I was going to say, however. Yeah. uh, The edibles. If it wasn't for edibles, and tinctures from Juna and Root of It All and, and Kiva and Care by Design and Baker's Cannabis and Miss Grass. I truly don't know what would have happened this year. <laughs> also, honorable mention to Loon and Basito, which are also two other brands that I've very much enjoyed discovering. I love that. I'm always on a journey of discovery of loving things, but the weed 
It's almost like weed was legalized all those years ago for this year. <laughs> it's like, Not to mention it was considered an essential business. Yeah, because year. it's literally essential. It's medicine. And I have to say, the order online and drop and then and then the pickup with when you don't have to get out of your car they literally just bring it to your car mm. or obviously deliver it to your house what a beautiful advancement mm-hmm. los angeles mm-hmm. hats off yeah love you so much yeah You've never changed i'm i'm so grateful for for the the culture of cannabis that we have today of just like it's socially acceptable like i take a little 2.5 i like do a bunch of work i go outside like everything that i do cannabis friendly. (laughs) And without it, I don't think that it would have been as gentle to move through some of these bigger challenges of the year. And some might say that's a crutch. I'll say everyone has their vice. (laughs) And I think weed of all the vices is the most healing and illuminating. Well said. Yes. So rose. Yeah, major. And then honorable mention, shout out to mushrooms. I did take a significant amount of chocolate mushrooms this year. And psilocybin, you're just like the truest healer and and heart connector and giver of appreciation of laughs and stillness and interconnectivity. And if you're if you're out there and you're like wondering, should I do mushrooms? Uh, Yes, you should take a little bit. Feel your body, open your heart, lay on the floor, cry about your ancestors, and then get to getting into your life. It's truly the best. (laughs) I have no, like, five stars, 10 out of 10. Yes, 10 out of 10. I will say one of the things that I'm looking forward to that's coming down the pipeline that we've been hearing about, obviously, is like the, the lift on legalities around psilocybin and how... That's something that as we progress into 2021, 2022, like there's so many companies that are like brewing in the background that are getting ready to make psilocybin therapy available and accessible to people. I'm really excited about that. I think that it's such a valuable medicine that has been so underlooked for so long and it's really it's really ready to step into the spotlight. Definitely want to thank this year for pushing me into nature. I feel like prior to this year, I lived a very city-centric, hustle-minded life that I sort of got like tethered into in my early 20s and never really untethered. Like I can count on my one hand how many times I like left LA or went to a nature trip or did anything just for the sake of doing it outside of work. And that was something that was creating like a very deep underlying stress for me that I wasn't really totally aware of that like was not feeding my soul at all. And just like with the slowdown and not having to be running around all the time and also like moving to a place where there's more nature, it's just been like such an awakening journey, just not not only for my like own health, but also just for my connection to my relationship to the planet. Like I feel like spending so much time in nature has really, really made me like hyper aware of personal 
accountability that needs to happen as far as like taking into account what we're consuming is concerned. Like, I'll give you an example. This is kind of a thorn in a rose, but like just is something that I've been thinking about. The other day I was at the top of the mountain and I was meditating and I saw this woman eating a sandwich and she was eating her sandwich. She had one of those disposable masks on her chin, like the disposable surgical mask. And yeah, you hate those. I hate those so much. I'm about to go off on Instagram on those today. And then she also had like disposable like latex gloves on. Now, this isn't a commentary on somebody being fearful of COVID. I have no idea who this woman is. She might have some pre-existing condition. She was older. Like, protect yourself, of course. However, as she's protecting herself, she's eating her sandwich out of, like, saran wrap. And I'm seeing that she's letting the saran wrap fly out of the bag all around her. And I'm like, see, now this is a conundrum. Double down on self-protection and have so much fear around our own interaction with our environment. and yet. We're not totally cognizant of the fact that now we're just disposing of plastic everywhere at the same. So it's like, I just want to encourage people, like as much as you feel like you need to protect yourself against the virus, also consider how you're protecting the planet from complete and total devastation. Like I literally, it was making me insane. I went over to that woman and I was like, I'm just going to pick up the plastic. And she's like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, I'm becoming like, Nancy nature Nazi. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's really disturbing to me that we spend so much time protecting ourselves and we're not totally seeing the link with our environment. And that's just like, I've been awoken in such like a serious way. And that's such a thing that I, you know, I'm like just on like a tradesy vintage refill journey now. And it's, it's not that hard to be conscious of it. This year is like, okay, like I made a list. I took stock. Like, here's all the things that I'm doing in favor of our earth and our planet and preservation and all of that. And then here's all the things that I'm doing where it's falling short. And to see that on paper. It's intense. It'll quickly help you shift some behavior. Totally. And it's like, not like I'm perfect. Like, of course, I still order things off Amazon and like I drink my Nespresso pods and whatever. Like I'm doing my best. We all need to do our best. But it's like, yeah, I just, the consciousness around how precious we are with ourselves versus how precious we aren't with the environment is something that I'm having trouble with in my own brain. Yeah. There was a funny meme that was going around in March that was like global warming needs COVID-19's PR person. Yeah. It's very, very dire. The many benefits of being able to slow down and and just not be so go, go, go this year is I have been able to make some of those tweaks from that list, Mm -hmm. like composting and washing out the hummus plastic and, you know, just like the little things. I'm going to get you on the refill journey next. Oh, yeah. No, I can't wait. There's a great, there's a great, um, I'll find out the name for you guys listening who live in LA. There's a, a great refill station on the east side that I need to find out the name of. And then there's two in the valley. There's the well in Topanga. And then there's another one in um, Woodland Hills. And it's it's honestly, yes, it's something to think about, but it's also like so easy. When I was in Michigan, I think there's one that opened in Detroit for our Michigan people. Cool. So it's happening. Seek it out, guys. It's 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 what's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. First on board. Yeah. Great. Mother Nature. Yeah. Rose. I love her. We love her. Okay, guys. Time out. T.O. It's your favorite segment. It's the time where we take a break to give love to 
the wonderful partners who helped make this episode happen today. And you know what? I love a synchronistic moment. And as we talk about our adoration of non-alcoholic beverages, why not talk about today's sponsor, Huzzah? Listen, we love a sparkling beverage moment. And Huzzah is our new favorite seltzer with added probiotics. And it's just great to be consuming something that you know is adding to your gut health, will help support healthy digestion, and is delicious. For those of us watching our sugar, Mm -hmm. it's got three grams of sugar or less in it, Mm -hmm. which I enjoy. And I will say it comes in three delicious flavors. I personally love the juicy pear. It's a real mouthful of crisp and invigorating pear. Oh, wow. And just 15 calories. But who's counting? Then we have the strawberry and hibiscus, which is white ripe strawberries with a botanical backdrop. And then we have raspberry and lemon, which is a tangy, fruity citrus spark with zero sugar and just five calories. But what I care about more is it's delightful, delicious, and probiotic. So guys, head over to Drink Huzzah. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com. And use code retrograde. You'll get 20% off your order and you'll get a box of huzzah sent to your house, which honestly, I would say that's probably my number one 2020 rose is that I'm just constantly getting boxes of sparkly beverages sent to me. I agree. That's drinkhuzzah.com. Code retrograde for 20% off. H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com. Love it. Yay. We love them. Okay. Who's next? We are talking about Brooke Linen, you guys. Something cozy to pair with something delicious. Okay, if you're not already hip to all, to what Brooklinen is all about, they started first as a direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to us without the luxury-level markups. Great prices, cozy sheets, great colors, patterns, and materials to fit all of our needs and tastes. I myself uh, got some sheets in the graphite color, which I very much enjoy. And they're more than just sheets. They have comforters, pillows, towels, loungewear. Basically, they're saying, guys, get cozy. I also have to say that, like, this is a major lady baby hack to me. Getting new sheets and having like a crisp, clean, soft, dialed bed situation is one of those things that as far as like manifesting is concerned, like if you're trying to manifest yourself into more abundance or more adulthood or more feelings of control of your life, having a bed that has everything together really does make you feel like you've made it in life. Yep. It's a real home base moment. I'm the queen that I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you so get start there. with your sheets yeah. and then move outward. That's right. And for me, towels. That's next on my list. And as soon as Brooklinen gets the color that I want back in stock, I shall be using yeah. our promo code retrograde for 10% off the first order plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com. Code retrograde. Brooklinen, you guys, we love them. We're so excited that they're partners because we both were like, searching on the internet for new sheets. And this is where we wanted to order from. And then we got a promo code for retrograde because they sponsored the show. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. So give us the promo code one more time, Elizabeth. Oh, it's retrograde for 10% off. Perfect. 
Okay. Now that we're on the conversation of sleep, we've just got one more thing to talk about here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. while you have your dialed sheets and your perfect bedding and you're laying and you're, you're, you've just showered and you've used all your Avrani products and you've, you've used your Prima bath bomb and, and your Lord Jones salt and you're just all cozy, but you're still like, wow, I really wish I could still relax. My mind's still running. Guys, we've got something for you. It's new calm. Newcom is the only stress management system of its kind clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to improve your sleep, reduce your stress, and boost your recovery without drug and side effects. So can we talk about what it is a little, a little bit, Elizabeth? Yeah. I want to call it back to our 2021 wellness prediction episode that we did with Well and Good. Mm-hmm. They were talking about technology such as Newcom is coming down the pipeline. Yeah in what to watch for 2021, which is quickly approaching. Yeah. So um, any day here's now. the deal. So Newcom is a system that uses cutting edge neuroscience and consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which are included in your monthly subscription and cost less than a daily cup of coffee. The whole process is easy to use and you basically work it into your daily routine to achieve better sleep, reduction of stress, and boosts our recovery. So it's an eye mask and it's these little dots and it's a soundtrack. It is so cutting edge. I want to really break down like what it is. So basically you apply the new calm bio signal processing disc, which is like a little sticker type situation on your inner wrist. And then you head over to the new calm app and you choose your journey. You then cover your eyes with the eye mask that they send you. And you know what? You just zone right in. I love it. They will take you on the journey. It's so cool. It tracks your stress. It's similar to something that we do with our good friend Cliff. Yep. Getting into state. You get into state by tracking my stress. It's just really cool. And now we have this at home. It's awesome. And we have a cute little promo code for our dear That's So Retrograde fam. If you head over right now to retrogradenewcom.com. That's retrogradenewcom.com. That's spelled N-U-C-A-L-M. You'll get 50% off your 30-day subscription of Newcom and a money-back guarantee. So really, doesn't hurt to try it. That's retrogradenewcalm.com. Enjoy. Love it. Now back to the show. In the name of having some time, having some space, I really shifted my uh, location in the house for where I got work done and I moved it into the bath. So I created like a little setup where I have like a stool with my laptop and that's where I like review the episodes and kind of go through the edits and like all that stuff via the bath Mm -hmm. in like the middle of the afternoon. Love it. Nothing has been more joyful. So I just wanted to shout out a few of the little things that help make the bath possible. The Lord Jones CBD soak, I think is probably one of the best ones. There's only one other one that I like besides that one. The Prima bath bombs. Those are the two best Mm -hmm, bath mm -hmm, situations. mm -hmm. Yes, especially to bring it back to your day two for the period of it all and just like any muscle aches or anything. Those are just like top tier also, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say I really took it to the next level when I invested in a star and light projector. I know, so cool. I'm so jelly. I want one. So, 
I had initially gotten that because I started doing yoga at home from a YouTube video. It's called Boho Beautiful. Check them out. Okay. They're great in yoga classes. And I was like, I need just to like, uh, I need to to shift the space so I don't feel like I'm doing this in my bedroom. And also it started getting dark at four o'clock. So I got a star projector for said yoga practice. But when I moved it into the bathroom, I have to tell you, changed the game. Yeah. And then also... If you really want to take things to like the third level up, it's scent layering. So in addition mm. to burning a candle, which my favorite are from Heretic, I love the Dirty Fig in the Smudge mm. and the Dirty Vanilla, PF Candle Company, their Copal scent, and then the Pignon Incense, Yum. and then United Other. Those incense are my favorite incense on the planet, they're the rope incense, and it's what um, Carolyn Barron, our acupuncturist, burns in her practice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it smells so woodsy and serene in here. What the fuck is that? And so I've been using those ever since. So those, so it's like scents, a great soak, a great vibe. What else is there? And then like, who cares what's going on outside? The world ceases to exist. <laughs> Exactly. That's so funny that you got the star and light projector because in the beginning of the pandemic, I was dating a raver boy who had like 19 of those and I borrowed one once and then he promised me that he would buy me one and didn't. So I guess you're reminding me that when you want something, you got to do it for yourself. If there's anything we've learned this year, it's that. (laughs) Yeah. So you're my little raver boy. Thought I closed it out in 2019. Turns out it just reimagined itself into the bathroom. I like this version much better. I feel safe that I can visit and there won't be (laughs) something scary happening. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. My next one is that I feel like 2020 gave me like, I hesitate to use this definition because it's, you know, I'm not into it, but it made me more body positive. (laughs) I don't know. The whole energy of life prior to this year was very just like keep up, go, go, push harder, be better. Like I had this internal driving engine that was like always like get to the workout class. Oh my God, I didn't get to the workout class. It was like very just like everything was more intense in myself in a different way than like I think it's meant to be. Like I don't think I'll ever not be intense. Sorry, guys. But just in the sense of like it putting pressure on me and like so just going outside and hiking has not put me in the greatest shape of my life. But it's like, I feel more connected to just exercising to feel good rather than exercising to like look a certain type of way. And I think that's like a very necessary shift, like out of the paradigm of teenage years that like, though I was 34 last year, never really like, no matter how old I got, I still had that thing. And yeah, my body looks like mashed potatoes right now. I don't fit into any of my clothes, but I'm also like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me. Like I like eating butter. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like it doesn't upset me. It makes me feel good. And you know, it's like, I sleep when I'm tired. I like rest when I need to. Like, it's just like a different relationship to my whole system that I, I was always kind of like, even though I do all these wellness things, like I'm still stressed and tired. And it was like because of that internal driving force of resistance and need to like be better, do better, change, do more. That just kind of like went away. 
And I'm grateful for that because it will never come back. Amen. Yeah. What a great thing to leave behind. I will say it was very interesting. I clocked something similar. About six months into this whole situation, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, group workout classes. Right. I used to do those every other day. I cannot imagine. It took me six months to even... For it to even cross my mind that that was a thing. And I thought to myself, that's so insane of how much of my week and my spare time went around planning when I was going to go, motivating to go, doing it. Like the whole thing, it was such a part of my day to day. And then to not even think about it for a second for six months. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that must have not been that much like serving me in any way if it could just be wiped off the slate like that with no extra thought. Like the only thing that I would miss would be like L.E.K., but I can just do it in my house so it doesn't really bother me. Right. And but also like I, you know, there was a period over the summer where I was doing the exercises every time and I was really into it and like it felt like the summer. So I want it to be like that. And now I'm like, it's the winter. Like I'm not really having that extra energy to like motivate on that level like walking is just enough for me right now and that's okay if this was this year last time if this was last year this time and I was feeling like that I would still be like shaming myself into going to the spin classes I'm shaming myself because I'm like unable to hear my body being like it's winter chill the fuck out like it's okay you don't have that fuego energy like I don't know I don't Mm -hmm. know and I will say shout out to Bala oh yeah Ankle wrist weights. Are you just I love them so much. In your house with wrist weights on your ankles? No, before we well, yeah, now, but before we started recording, I was on a walk and then kept went to the grocery store, kept them on, and then <laughs> I just forget that they're on. <laughs> I just never took them off. That's LOL. Yeah, Bala's the shit. I gotta get another pair so I can wear them on my wrists and ankles at the same time. Yeah. Do you do the do most. you do? One or two pounds. These are one pound. What a great way to get a workout in just walking around with weights on like. I will say like the biggest thing for me, I would say the top tier rows of this year was really giving into my heart's call around journaling, which is something that, you know, when you have something in your life that you're like, I'm supposed to be doing that, but it's just the story and energy of resistance just overtakes it. And it's like you almost get so used to that resistance that it's like you can't even break through it. That's how I felt about journaling. And it started obviously with Nicole Sachs and her journal speak method and then evolved into doing Julia Cameron's method of morning pages. And I kind of infused both of those together. And I have to say, like, it's been the biggest gift that I've given myself ever. Mm -hmm. Just all of the amazing creativity and projects and just like understanding of self that has been the byproduct of it. That's my main rose because it's like I finally had no more excuses. I had nowhere to be. Yeah. I could give myself that time and I gave myself enough time to really experience the shifts versus journaling when I felt like I needed to get something out, which was kind of always the method for me then. But this was like a consistent practice Even when I didn't feel like doing it, it was like, we'll just do a half page and see how you feel. And then I kept going. And it's my main, it's my main HBIC rose of 2020. I love that. 
is that commitment. And obviously we, we talked about how pivotal Artist's Way was for me and that experience. And yeah, I'm just so, so into it and so thankful for just saying yes to something that I knew was something I was supposed to do. I think we all have those things that are, that we feel called to or intrigued by, or even like I said, that resistance around that it's that resistance is so loud that it's almost telling you that it's such a loud yes. Mm -hmm. And that's really what journaling was for me. That's what artist way was for me. And I am just happy that I followed that call and got to got to doing stuff. My life changed when I did the artist way. So I totally I mean, without that book, I would have never become a stand up comedian. So like I yeah, 100 percent. I recommend it to literally everyone, anyone who expresses any like any resistance or discomfort or dissatisfaction in any aspect of their life. I'm like a psycho. Like if you've done the artist way, like if you haven't done it, then you haven't really started to like try to fix the problem. And you can do it without having a problem if you're just curious about going deeper. But like if you're really meeting a wall with yourself, like there's no better tool than that book to get through it. Totally. And there were so many, you know, the book speaks a lot about synchronicities and there are so many synchronicities leading up to me doing this. So in March, that book, I swear to you, was on my shelf talking to me. I was like, Elizabeth, you're supposed to do this. And I was like, no, no, later, yeah. another time. It's actually interesting because I stopped. I had been working with a life coach and I had closed that out. Was sort of feeling like, oh no, like who, what do I have to like be a buoy in this really wild circumstance that is 2020 because it was really helpful. And I was having this conversation with Joey of just kind of like, just the, a little, just just expressing that I was like, okay, like I'm sort of feeling like I'm floating now and not really sure. I kid you not, 20 minutes after I had been having this conversation, my friend Court Roberts, hi Court. Hi Court. She reached out and was like, I'm doing, she sends these like monthly emails that are like, that's just like updates. And in the bottom of one of them, it was just like, hey, I'm going to do the artist way if anybody wants to do it too let's have a group. Let's do a group. And her whole job is doing personal development in group situations. So she's like the person to be holding space for any type of deep work in a group. So as soon as I had closed off that one thing, it was like this new thing that had been blaring in the back of my mind for months and months, just kind of landed in my lap. And it was totally one of those moments where that yes just like turned the ship to such a, a beautiful new landscape. So love a random email that brings you into like such a, a great spot. And I think maybe like one day we can kind of go into what those Zoom experiences look like because anybody can do it. The book is a perfect guide to really, it's like a map really for how you can do this. And there's some tips I have for doing this as a group and like creating your own accountability, either with just one other person or, or as I said, with a group. And in a year when very little new connections can be made, it was really fun to go through this experience, 12-week experience with 10 people who I had never met before. That's so great. I'm so happy for you. I feel like 2020 really 
you know, it's funny because we just recorded the 2021 numerology episode with Remington guys and wow. But we were reflecting on 2020 and how it was supposed to be the year of like love. And I really do feel like I do want to thank this year for showing me love. Like I really feel like it really like opened my heart and like I broke so many old patterns and so much like I met all of my own fear and resistance and really like got deep into like what was blocking me before. And it's funny, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this isn't to say that I'm in some sort of like amazing relationship right now, but like I've had experiences that have shown me love in a way that I have not experienced in like probably over a decade. It's funny. I've been thinking like, why hasn't, why wouldn't this have happened sooner? And like really reflecting on all the experiences I've had over the last 10 years and dating and just all the like the ideas and everything that I, that I formed around love based on like my childhood and my like young adult experiences, like everything that I came through like was flooding to the surface and I really had to like interface and ask myself like am I gonna take this with me or am I gonna like figure this out and like let it go and like have a deeper experience and it's like I didn't have a choice and I feel like in going through that like going through opening your heart is like weirdly it's not really about the love as much as it's about like what the love makes space for. And I feel like in ex- interfacing with that, I've, I understand where I was like holding like dense space in myself. And now that's like open space and I can really like create from a different like vantage point. And like, yes, of course, I want to be in like a great relationship and like have a family and all those things. But like, it doesn't feel God, you know how we just as women like oh, we just want to we just we want to create this reality and we need it to happen now and we 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 sacrifice the present for the future. Guy's not giving you this now, so you're like, well, he can't, and or whatever it is, you you cut yourself off at the knees. And I feel like what I've learned in 2020 is like being present with and for love in order to just like create my future reality in the present instead of not living in the present, trying to create the future, that's not going to happen. Then you're just going to keep getting it. That all really boils down to as like what we talked about with Ryan Weiss and what has really been our, when asked what our definition of of using air quotes wellness Mm -hmm. is, it's always been, you know, creating space. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that in that space, you've been able to like really ground in the present moment. It's really hard. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like people like look to me and and look to us. And sometimes I feel like I don't do the best job of showing like the full extent of my own like vulnerability and struggle. Like I know I feel like I'm an open book and I tell you guys probably too much. But also over the last year, I feel like find myself not telling you guys that much and kind of playing my experience a little closer to the chest. And that's been something that like I needed after like, you know, 10 years of just literally sharing everything and feeling like nothing was sacred, I kind of decided to like hold it for myself for a second. And in that, I feel like I didn't show or share, you know, the dark nights of the soul of like what it really takes to break through those barriers within yourself. And like, I can't tell you how many days I've just sat alone on a rock, like hysterically crying, like 
probably would add up to like months if it was a day after day after day situation, you know? And I'm only just sharing that now because I feel like that wisdom is like, go into it with yourself. It's worth it. And like, have patience and faith that it has a purpose. Like, and that's the the one thing I think I can offer as like a Scorpio on that lesson journey is like the depths of self-resource that we all actually have is like pretty profound. We just don't always give ourselves the chance to explore it because it feels like scary and sad. But like you will never move an emotion or move an experience if you try to go around it. It will just keep biting you in the ass. And that's what was happening to me with like my story about my about relationships, about what I deserved, about all these things. Like I was just like going around them all the time. And I feel like I really looked into the eye of the storm in like a lot of deep ways this year. And I don't think I would have been able to do that in 2020 had I been still running in the rat race and all the things that we were doing. Not that anything we were doing was necessarily bad. It's just like you don't realize how distracted you are until you're not distracted anymore. Right. We never really got offered another option. And that is one of the things that I think circumstances aside, like what got us here and what has been unearthed is some really intense stuff. And this isn't to belittle that I'm saying I'm speaking more on like a personal micro level. Like I've heard so many people say that their relationship to self has evolved to a really beautiful place throughout this time. And, you know, we love to focus on a rose you know, from that thorniness of this year, there's been some beautiful, some beautiful bouquets that have popped up, Mm -hmm. you know? No, it's, it's really, look, and I don't think 2021, based on what Remington said, just teasing it so everyone listens, based on what he said, it's 2021 is going to be so different than this year energetically, but it's like my greatest like heart wish that we all take what we learn. And even if we go back to like a more you know, busy or hardcore way of being as far as like the push is concerned that we still remember that in order to put that energy forth, we need to self-resource and charge in a different way. And, you know, for me, that's off my devices in nature, not on a schedule, not worrying about not being on the schedule, like really having boundaries around like play and free and, and just like living for the sake of living. And for me, I think the biggest thing, and this is a direct byproduct of doing the artist's way. Sorry, guys. I'm She's a in a cult now. I'm in a cult is looking at everything that I get to do as a creative project. It's just made my life so much mm-hmm. more fun. Well, I'd say we've done a pretty good job in 2020, my friend. I will say so, too. And I have to like, let's just give a rose up Internet and technology capabilities that have brought us into a new realm of being able to create and do this show without which we would have been quite challenged. Mm -hmm. So thanks to high speed internet, thanks to a Zoom meeting, thanks to a Zoom recorder, thanks to an at home microphone, Mm. and thanks to a ring light. And thanks to a ring light. (laughs) And thanks to all of you guys for listening and for doing your best on the journey and happy holidays whether they be with yourself, with your friend, with your partner, with your family, whoever you spend your holidays with this year. I hope that it's a beautiful time and you connect and you reflect and you get ready for 2021 because the energy is rolling in, folks, and it's going to pop off. And on that note, we are 
taking the first week of January off. So we are going to be back with our 2021 numerology episode. Mark your calendars, January 14th. So there will be no new episode next week, but we'll be back with a vengeance January 14th with Remington. We've or as Steph said, we already recorded it. Mind blown. Mind blown. Get ready. Not what I thought he was going to say, guys, by the want- way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really wild re-listen. Uh, if you listen to our numerology episode from 2020, jaw on the floor. We've said it before. It's worth repeating. It's a wild, really, uh, you know, s- scope look at at what this year was. Mm-hmm. Very excited to bring you the 2021 numerology mm-hmm. predictions. Same. And so much more next year. We are so excited about all of the episodes that we have coming up for the beginning of the year. So stick around, guys. Stick around, guys. We love you a long time. You made it. Kick your shoes off and stay inside. I want to say special thanks to Team So Retrograde. Huge love to Haley, who like keeps the ship going. We joke she's our boss. (laughs) Christiana. Michelle, everybody at Dear Media, you guys fucking helped make it happen when it seemed like, you know, all the challenges in the world were were really stacking up. We can use Zoomies and microphones in our homes, and we didn't even know that before. So <laughs> pretty thrilling, I got to say. I'm running a small, very low-tech recording studio over here, guys. <laughs> same, same. So we love you all. Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2021. Lashana Tova, Namaste, listeners.